0: Cool.
1: Ninety nine. Okay.
0: Yep. All right. Let's go. Welcome back. Hi. Hello. Um, I'm happy to be back. How are you? One more week. <laughs> One more week out of uh all the ones to come. I'm trying to pull yeah. up my notes right now and it's like distracting me. Um
1: well what on that same note, something I think we should talk about that I was thinking of today uh-huh. is can the topic of consistency yeah what about it i just the power of consistency and how much i think it plays a role in success and accomplishing things reaching your goals do you remember what i said when we before we started no
0: i said rachel the only re- way i'll do this is if you will be a hunt like if you can commit to once a week great if you can't I don't want anything to do with it.
1: Yeah. Because of
0: that reason, exactly.
1: But I know. That's what I mean. Like, I want to celebrate the fact that, like, we've stuck to once a week for the last, what? What's October to March or March to October? I, uh, April, May, months? June, July, August, September, October. Yeah. Seven months. We've put out an episode every week for seven months. Like, that's crazy.
0: It's crazy. I know. And I, I can't think... even be consistent with my own shit. It's like I well,
1: I was <laughs> That's what it's I mean. Weird. So, anyways, um we should do an episode on consistency because I think it's a cool topic and I think that's probably the missing link for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, we can talk about consistency for sure. I'll I'll write it down.
1: I'm going to um, I just did too. Yeah. But yeah, I anyways, it was just a thought I had today.
0: Um, I have a controversial opinion that I'm about to stay right now. Okay, what? I am tired of having a middle part. Okay, why? I've been having, I've been rocking, Rachel, do you know how long I've been rocking a middle part? How long, Miranda? The earliest picture I found was when I was 15.
1: I think it's because of your face shape. It is, and I, but like, I'm over it are you over it
0: i don't know i i've just had it for so long so i've been like messing with it
1: do you want like 2010 side part
0: no what 2010 miranda what miranda was that that was two that was that was 15 year old miranda so we'd have to go back to like 2008
1: well, I'm just saying, like, are you wanting, like, that period of time, how we were doing that, like, swoop across? Like, it, was, it wasn't It was even a side part. It was, like, side bangs.
0: Yeah, so I'm for? thinking, like, I'm going to crank it like that. So, like, just, like, a little, just a little off-centered. Yeah, it looks good right now. Um, yeah, I just cannot, I, like, hate styling my middle part. I hate it now. I don't, I don't want to curl it. I want to do anything. I don't even want to look at it. So that's what's happening with me. And um, you can call me a millennial millennial, all you want. It is what I am. However, I've been rocking this since before many of you people were born. So
1: I'm right, going
0: like, to you rock You may this. be
1: on paper a millennial, but you really ride with Gen Z. It's
0: cause I am, I'm, I'm called a zillennial. Okay. So I was born yeah. in 95. I'm the youngest millennial or the oldest Gen Zer. Can't decide.
1: Yeah, I would. I'd mm-hmm. lump you into Gen Z, probably. I'm not though, because I think Gen Z starts
0: at ninety six or ninety seven. I don't know.
1: Hmm. You're close.
0: It should start at two thousand because what? We had yeah, to figure that true. out, and now I don't even like this. Rachel, I, I did a, I did this TikTok part. filter. Back to the middle part.
1: Yeah better it probably looks better it does okay what was the tiktok filter it turned me into dad oh really did you take we a had... did you record it, it just
0: took off my hair
1: <laughs> was it I, re- nice? I
0: saved it as a draft because uh, i want to show you this but basically if you want to know what my dad looks like take off all my hair and put a beard on me and your crystals Immediately. Mm. Um yeah, so that was just about it. Rachel colored her hair. She's going back dark and she looks I'm already ready. Dark. Yeah. Yeah, you look ready okay. for fall. You look ready for winter. I could see you in a silver sweater. Um
1: <laughs> Why silver? I don't know. She's no uh, my hair girl slays, and every time I see her, she's like <laughs> she's like when am I going to be on the podcast? Like, wow, well, um, we're not accepting guests yet. But you're not wanted we, right now. And when we do, when we do, you will be one of the first. I have um, questions
0: because she's a blondie stylist, right?
1: She's a blonde extension. So she specializes in blonde. She's an extension specialist. She was in, if you live in the Columbus area, if you're f- familiar with like a salon lofts, like she initially was in like a salon loft when I started to see her. And um, she joined forces with another salon, ch- another chick. And they now have this um, huge salon that they built on their own. And it's thriving and it's amazing. So I think she could talk a lot about like business, hair. She's my age too. Like she's dating and I don't know. There's just she's got a lot to her that I think people would find very interesting. That's really cool.
0: It you know, cool. I gotta say, I've been going to the same hair stylist for
1: over six years. Wow. That's, that's loyalty.
0: Uh yeah, she's like loyalty. one of my longest commitments. My husband, my therapist, and my hair lady.
1: That's, I would call that consistency if you, you know what I
0: mean? um, The thing is, is, and I think a hairstylist will agree with me, you have to keep going to whoever colors your hair, you have to keep going back because they know what's under your hair. Not that there's, there's just like some blonde left over underneath here, but you know, anyway. Yeah. You don't want to like change the shit up because there's a specific thing that they put on your hair and like that so Rachel and I we have a topic it is the luteal phase
1: and then we'll be done with the with menstrual here. cycle series yes mm-hmm. but I got some feedback from um Stephanie client friend coworker at a time and she's finding this series super helpful so I I mean if as long as we're helping one person you know Wait, hold
0: on. Was that one person or was that 3?
1: She's the same. She's. I'm calling. She has multiple identities to me. Okay. All right. <laughs> um. But she like reposted some content that we put together for the workout um, on Facebook, and it got a lot of traction. So that was cool too. Um. It's. It reaffirms the fact that not a lot of women know. This is what I've been saying. Cycle, this is what is I've something. been saying. I, it's crazy to me. It, I'm not judging anybody. I'm just like, there's just people who have certain interests and don't. And I, yeah, it's
0: just I think that it's a lot of it is there's so much normalizing in feeling like doggy doo doo. And why would you, um, well, there, I think there's two little prongs to this. We normalize feeling like shit. And then we also, so like, why would you dig deeper? Also, people that recognize that they feel like shit also don't care to not do anything. They're like, they don't even think that like, they can do that kind of research. Yeah, there's, yeah, absolutely. And like, I think a lot of people also think that they don't have any control over their health. So like, why even bother?
1: Yeah. No, you're probably really right about that. It, 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 that those conclusions because i i think i've fallen into that before where it's like oh well i'm a female this is part of my you know i've had a period for 15 years and well, actually longer than that which is crazy but um, <laughs> however many i'm just i know um <laughs> i'm like trying to do that it's been a long time and i should you know i should be used years i now. hmm yeah, 20 years. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: Anyway, um, sorry.
1: And I, you know, have had it for such a long time that it's normal. So I think it is, it is super easy. I think also when you, when you spend some time in the fitness industry, you are exposed to it because it is a pillar of health. And I think it's something that comes to light and something that you do have to know about when you're working with women. So I do want to, yeah, I think it is more, more common than not that women don't know much about their menstrual cycle no one's judging but there's a lot to be learned and there's a lot of benefit to knowing about uh you know your, your the phases of your menstrual cycle
0: yeah i agree i am somebody that um i probably know a little bit more than most folks but i don't know much at all like at all
1: like i'm curious do you know like do you know how you how women get like how you can get pregnant like the perfect? Like, I women. do know
0: that. I do know that, um, and I learned that my second time around. And and the reason I know that is because I had that story about how I I was on ovulation, and uh, Vito had to come home within literally like he had to drive twenty hours to hit my ovulate like be there in time, and I think I only had like. A, a few hours left of my ovulation day to yeah. conceive for Lucas.
1: Yeah. So, and I think that's what I hear most, most often is, you know, most people don't even know like the window of getting pregnant because while we'll talk about, so ovulation is for everyone is different. Um, You know, doctors say anywhere from like 12 to 48 hours but so so let's just say 2 days where you're in that ovulatory window but where this is like you can get pregnant it's not just those 2 days sperm live can live in the is it cervix vaginal canal one uh, of those, the, the the tube uterus yeah anyways lives up in the female body for uh, at least Three 5 days, days. I'm no three five days. so yeah, it, and think, you don't want. So it's on the front end, and when I say front end, think like you have sex on day. Let's say you have sex on day ten. 10. of your cycle, uh-huh. when you ovulate on, on day 15th. Yeah. Yes, and it's unprotected. Like in your, you're trying to prevent pregnancy. Like it can live in there. Not to say that it will, but there's a possibility. So on the front end of it, but then on the back. So you have to think on the backside too. So maybe on day twenty twenty one, and you're still having and you're like, on your like...
0: period or something. Yes, and you think that you can't get pe- pregnant, but like absolutely can happen. Absolutely yeah. can happen. For me, I know for a fact I conceived on my ovulation day because of how it all timed out. And we, Wait, I didn't did have say sex. that before. right? I think so. Was up in it.
1: Cuz I think what I read like it's basically you shouldn't be having unprotected sex from like if you're for me because sorry, because I'm not on birth control. I want to say it's from like day 8 through they recommend like 19 or yeah. 20
0: to be safe. Basically, yes. stay away from penises if you <laughs> yeah. don't want to get pregnant. That's from my experience. Yeah. Just what I'm saying. Stay away. Oh.
1: So you want to avoid having unprotected sex from days eight through nineteen to avoid getting pregnant if you're not on birth control. Okay, so no sex is all I'm hearing. No, it's not literally. No, yes. or you use protection. I
0: know. Um, I know. Anyways,
1: back to what we were saying. So today we want to talk about ovulation. Like we're just going to briefly go over that kind of, I I mean, I really just want to point out the fact that it was, I guess we already did just the duration of it. Um, Another thing I'll just mention is it's the peak of your best feelings of all feelings. You, like we talked about in the last episode, capitalize on your ovulation time because you're going to feel the sexiest, most sex drive, most energetic, most mentally clear. So Um, feeling just on top of the world. As you enter the luteal phase, there are really two phases of the luteal phase. You have the first half and you have the second half. The first half, you're still like riding out that ovulation high. So the hormones haven't fluctuated too much. And then, uh, so you can still feel on top of the world, feel great. This is different per individual though. So be mindful of that. But um, when we get into the second half is when like it hits the fan and everything feels hard. Life is, you know, miserable. You're just like, want to curl up on the couch with, you know, your favorite blanket. Um, but yeah, that's like a okay. quick overview. If you want to get into questions.
0: Yeah. So what hormones are dominating in the luteal phase?
1: So there are, like I said, those are two phases that that are happening. So, We're riding the high after ovulation in the first phase of the luteal phase, okay? Um, Which is about a week. Uh, You're still experiencing like decent levels of estrogen and progesterone, which is why you're still feeling good. So you're still feeling good, feeling good till you get to that second half, which is about a week before you start your cycle. And those hormones take a nosedive, okay? Take a straight nosedive, which is why you feel like crap. Um, so there's not really, I wouldn't say any dominating hormones. This is just when you start to see those all because you haven't achieved, pre- uh, assuming you haven't achieved pregnancy, that is why you start to see the decline. Hang on. Okay, so
0: you're you saying that there's you take a nosedive with estrogen and then nothing takes its place? Estrogen and progesterone take a nosedive. And then weekend. nothing increases. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that sounds like... Um like an error
1: no i'd say that it's probably intentional because that's what like allows you to shed the egg that wasn't fertilized like that has to happen to take Mm -hmm. place so it was intentional but it does suck right um something that we've been talking about it's like these symptoms i'm talking about and i'm sharing with you there are things you can do to support yourself. You know, you will talk about cycle sinking Cause I think that's one of your questions eating, you know, a non, uh, what is that? An unprocessed diet, like uh, taking care of yourself, less alcohol. Like you can have minimal period symptoms. You just have to really alter your lifestyle mm-hmm. to do so. So, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I'm so interested in non-processed foods non unprocessed. <laughs> oh processed food did i say that right no i didn't miranda and i No, we I, um, have... I didn't
0: oh, no i'm joking about <laughs> drinking a fucking diet coke <laughs>
1: Well, we we believe in balance, you know. Ninety percent of the time, Miranda and I—quick pause—are we've been we literally talked on the phone right before. I was like, I think I'm kind of tired. She's like, I feel like I'm on drugs. <laughs> we we're we we're like, we don't know how this is going. to I go. literally
0: felt like I was on drugs. I took a oh. nap in the middle of the day with Lucas, and that was weird. I never get to take naps. Was he snuggly? So, yeah. No, he was cuddling his Spider Man. Oh. It was really That's cute. Sweet. I got him this like action figure, Spider-Man, it's like twelve inches. He's obsessed.
1: Did you say Spider Man?
0: Spider-Man for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, I have another okay. question. How yes. long in total is the luteal
1: phase? So this is gonna vary by individual. Uh you can anticipate anywhere from like twelve to sixteen days. Okay. For an average. Um and then a 48-hour window for, for
0: ovulation. ovulation.
1: Yeah, like a okay. peak would uh, would be 48 hours. But again, that's individual. Some people, it might just be like 12 hours, you know.
0: Okay. And I think we answered both of these, but symptoms are what symptoms are typically felt during the yeah. luteal?
1: So remember, the luteal has two halves. The first half, right. you could feel um, okay. the same feelings from ovulation. The second half... Is when you're going to feel the best word I would say is depleted. Like, I, I you, life feels hard. Uh, you, yeah, lower energy, lower motivation, tired. Um, like, Question. maybe you
0: go ahead. Sorry, how long is those? I'm exhausted phases. Days, it's, like about seven days. Okay. Um, cause I just went through this. I had my, uh, when was my therapy? Last Monday? Yeah, it was last Monday. And, uh, I was like, dude, I got nothing in me. I was about to pass out in my, um, therapy appointment. And she was like, are you going to start your period? And I was like, you bitch. Yes, I am. And I didn't even think about it. So yeah, I'm very, um, I think I finally put it together how awful I feel leading up to... My
1: period. The more you pay attention, the more you can kind of start to notice patterns on what you typically see. And then you can start to see, okay, so here's what my status quo is. Here's what I typically feel like. And then if something happens that is not what normally feels like or normally happens, then you can pinpoint to, oh, something might be up with my body. I might be Maybe there's something really stressful going on or you can chalk it up to something else if there's been a shift. Because like we were talking about the beginning of this episode, like menstrual cycle should be very consistent from month to month. And if there is any variation, even in symptoms or like length, that could be a sign of something else bigger going on. Yeah, I agree with that.
0: And we already kind of answered this, but can you get pregnant during the luteal phase, the first half, yes, yeah, and the second half, yes,
1: so yeah. the whole luteal phase, not the whole
0: Mm-mm. i'm staying I'm staying clear,
1: yeah, and it depends because like it depends on someone's menstrual cycle and when they and when they ovulate that you could be getting pregnant in your luteal phase, but it would generally, it would happen like a couple days post, you know, um, yeah. ovulation. Okay. Um, let's see, wait, let's go so- back to symptoms. So back on the symptoms front, um, we talked about lower en- energy. We also want to talk about like, you're going to, um, feel most women feel bloated. Most people feel, um, uh, water retention maybe see even the scale increase there was another symptom oh you might even feel hungrier or have cravings like those are all very typical symptoms in this phase now you can go on um you know what
0: why don't we save cycle sinking for after this okay because I have fine. questions about it so why do I crave Chinese food and chocolate do you
1: eat Chinese food
0: uh, sometimes. I don't really crave it ever.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> um, <laughs> this is Sorry. actually so there's a couple things going on that I want to mention. <clears throat> Cravings are super um, apparent during this phase and uh, this week of your menstrual cycle for two two reasons. So your your metabolic rate increases. So we all have a metabolic rate which is the amount of calories we burn every day to sustain life. Okay. And during this, during, it's probably about like 12 days, I would say, um, anywhere from like seven to 12 days where we have an increase of energy expenditure or be, be, la, 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 metabolic rate, which is going to make you feel A little bit more hungry and this is when you tend to notice that maybe you're eating a little bit more I was just reading this book and it said that like most women eat 10% more calories during this period which is due to the fact that we have an increase in metabolic rate the other thing you know why you're craving the chocolate why you're craving um, sweets and things like that fatty foods there's a neurotransmitter, um, serotonin. I'm not an expert on this, but it makes sense in my head. If you are familiar with neurotransmitters, which like serotonin's the feel good, um, feel good neurotransmitter, well, it is closely linked with estrogen. And what did I say at the beginning of this? Is that estrogen takes a nosedive. So if estrogen is taking a nosedive, serotonin doesn't have anybody to, you know doesn't have estrogen to latch onto, um, which is going to lead to you feeling those cravings because when we have L, you know, normal levels of serotonin, we're not experiencing those cravings.
0: Okay. That makes sense.
1: Does that make sense? Um, another thing too, is during this phase, you can see, um, a depletion of magnesium, uh, which is why we would crave chocolate as well. I don't know why, but the depletion of magnesium causes a craving for chocolate, if you didn't know that. Interesting, <clears throat> interesting, Rach. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that.
0: What? What are period poops? Have you ever had period poops? I mean, I'm probably not the person to ask, but I i think I know what you're talking about. It's like a level of relief that, like, is just so weird.
1: No. So, the point of me, is, like thinking we should talk about this. is So leading up with that, that nosedive of progesterone, that hormone, um, stimulates the GI tract motility. So you can, you can experience some constipation. So, you know, I think one of the questions you put on there was like, can, can you gain weight during this phase? Which yes, like it's very common to gain 5 pounds uh, anywhere from 3 to 5 pounds during this phase of your cycle and that's due to a couple of things it could be just the fact that we're like we're not our digestion is different it is very during this phase your digestion can slow it can also be loose the period poofs are actually like the loose stools of this um So it could Mm -hmm. be that, it can be like the loose stool or it can be, you know, the constipation. So you're not going as much. So we're, you know, we have more stuff in our, and just in our stomachs. Um, We're also retaining water, which is due to the decrease in progesterone. So those hormone fluctuations can cause you to retain water weight, which would reflect on the scale and make you think, oh, I'm gaining weight, but you're not gaining weight. You're just, it's. Fluctuations in water is what's causing okay. the scale to increase. It sounds
0: like all of these symptoms <clears throat> um, are because we are just not producing estrogen. No, those okay. symptoms,
1: I, well, all these I mean- like
0: terrible symptoms, is the lack of estrogen.
1: It's a, it's a lack of both. Like you really think of when you're feeling great, when we feel great and ovulation, it's because both of those are kind of in, in harmony with each other. We need to put up like the chart. So one question, when you're pregnant, are you producing estrogen?
0: I can't remember Mm -hmm. just at a lower level.
1: Estrogen would say, so, um, when you aren't, that's how you know you're not pregnant is because you you have the um, decrease in estrogen in the luteal phase, because if you were pregnant, you would have sustained that estrogen and progesterone.
0: Interesting, interesting. I have so many random questions that are this is not the time to ask, but I have I just want to learn more. I just don't know how to keep my attention up. If I and were I'm to like you? no, not you. I'm talking about that those like books. So you remember mm. when I was like, hey, check out this book, Taking Taking Charge of Your Fertility? Yeah. I couldn't even read it.
1: Um, that one's dense. And it was written a long time ago. So I think it a lot of it has to do with that.
0: So is there like a Gen Z version
1: uh, of th- that yes. book? There is, I recommend this to everyone. The Hormone Intelligence book by Dr. Aviva Rom is, it is so easy to read. Is it's it an actually, audible? Um, she might, honestly. Check it out on Libby. Um, if you don't do okay. Libby, Miranda will inform you. You need to make a, you need to make a TikTok about that. I did. You need. I to, did. But Do you know how TikTok works? You have to make multiples no. of videos.
0: Listen, I would like to be a little bit more social media literate. I don't know how you, and you I just both. Get, it's just so much. I'm looking it up. What is it called? Dr. Aviva. What's it?
1: Dr. Aviva Rom. It's like we can just do it all together.
0: Yeah, I'm pulling it up on Libby. Download the Libby app. Enter in your library card. If you don't have a library card, it's free just and like, like this got app. A
1: library card. Hormone fun?
0: intelligence? I want to listen.
1: Ugh, yes, she does have in? an audiobook. No, there's there is an audiobook you can get on Amazon. Libby?
0: Okay, I'm going to no. do Amazon. Cuz this is a book that I probably want to have purchased.
1: Not only this, like I know a few people who suffer from PCOS and endometriosis. If you are struggling with fertility, like she is the queen.
0: Queen, um, yes. I don't know anything about endometriosis and PCOS. Is that something that we should cover here? Say yes or no, it's probably no. a no because I don't know an anything.
1: Expert. It.
0: We're um, not the people,
1: no, there's plenty of other podcast resources for that. Um, I can send you resources and podcasts if you want to look into cool. it. Cool, I'm gonna what's use nice my credit. Aviva is Aviva's book, I'm, I'm talking like I know her. What's cool about Aviva is um, she has protocols in this book too. So if you are having PMS symptoms, if you are having endometriosis symptoms, if you are struggling Mm -hmm. with fertility, there's so much in this book about fertility. It's when the time comes where I get to start to prepare my body for that, like I'm running back through this book because it's like, you would even, you, you like diet soda, Like, even just drinking diet soda increases your rate of infertility. It's crazy. I mean, there's just studies out there that are wild.
0: I believe that. Did you know Um, that I never drank diet soda until I was pregnant with Lucas? And now I'm addicted. No, I never, we never drank soda ever. We had like diet soda at the house. We didn't have soda. I didn't drink the diet soda then. Now it's a whole addiction. Is it, um, is it an addiction? Yes, probably. It is actually.
1: Yes. What else? Did we have anything else to cover on the luteal phase? I don't think so, right? Oh, cycle syncing. Oh, so, yeah. So, yes, Miranda, tell tell us what when you hear the word cycle sinking. Yeah, Dude, when think?
0: I hear cycle syncing, I think you're talking about when I was in high school and we all were on the same cycle of period. We were all on the period together.
1: That's actually super fair for you to think that and i i really do think that that happens i think it does happen right yeah where you get linked up if you spend too like so much time together or something like that yeah that doesn't make any f- fucking sense but i mean yeah sure yeah. you know
0: what i'm saying like it like biologically it does not make any sense it's stupid actually sounds like an error
1: there is probably <laughs> something listen there's no errors i'll tell you that but um there is there is probably a reason for it from a biological standpoint. Like, I wonder if there's benefit to multiple women being fertile at the same time, you know, like. I don't even want to think about that. (laughs) I don't want
0: to know the reason behind it.
1: (laughs) So, um, cycle syncing. I think the easiest way to think about it is people are, or women are trying to listen to their bodies more, you know, paying attention to these different phases and honoring and embracing where they're at. Pause. So cycle sinking means living life
0: according to your cycle. Is that what you're trying to say?
1: Yeah, to a degree. I mean, like, a- as a thought, not like an, not like
0: thought. a, not like a yeah. literal, like a, you know, a, a domineering, narcissistic abuse relationship no i'm talking like not
1: like a moral compass but yeah i mean like
0: you just go about shapes, life you check where you're at and just like yes. try to honor where you're at and not
1: in terms of, I of your think lifestyle great. your food uh your tra- your workouts yes from those like i would say three buckets you alter your p- decisions and how you go about your life between those three buckets depending on the phase that you're in
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So that's what I think cycles. That's what I think when I hear cycle syncing. So I'm like, whatever these ladies are about to tell me, I want nothing to do with it. No.
1: I mean, cycle syncing has, I feel like has really blown up over the last year and there's benefit to it, but it's also like with anything, you know, neuroticism can quickly lead you down a path of just unhappiness. So... Um, you know, yeah, being... take the information in stride.
0: I just saw this really funny TikTok, and this guy was like, We were not meant to know this much information.
1: No, yeah. we were not. <laughs> oh, so I was looking over our notes of just uh, episodes that we're going to talk about in the future. I loved one that you put down about social media and a detox, which I can't wait to talk about. Oh, yeah, I we should all just delete it, guys. I know. I know. Um, and I'm curious if anybody else feels this way, especially with social media and just feeling like you're in a trap, you're addicted. I, I wanna hear from you because I definitely feel like that and I'm, it's something I really want to work on.
0: I think this is a very a me experience, is that this is gonna sound so silly and like Um, I take myself too seriously, but like, that's not the vibe I'm trying that's not what I'm trying to say. I think that like, I am not this like strong person at all. Okay. And then I'm like, hang on, who the hell am I comparing myself to? Yeah. You know, and it, it's just such a strange, it's so weird because Like, what is this idea of, I don't know. And then I'm like, I look nothing like these people. And then I like have to take a step back and I'm like, maybe I do kind of look a little jacked, Miranda. Doesn't that sound silly? Like, I feel like an idiot, but like, that's how, that's how, um, I don't know. I think we're pro. I feel like there's like a program inside of our brain that tells us that like, when we see somebody else, we think that we need to change everything about ourselves. You follow what I'm trying to say?
1: Cause yeah, like that doesn't really sound this, right. Were you relating this to the fact that like you want a social media detox because you feel like social media is toxic for you because you compare yourself to other people? Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay I can't (laughs) stop it's
0: like a. it's so hard that's why I don't like social media and that's why I hardly ever use it is because I literally just cannot stop comparing myself dwell
1: on it when you're like I think it's when I'm not using
0: it no it is not even a thought in my brain but as soon as I pick it up
1: yeah let's say you look at a photo and you have those thoughts you put your phone down you go about your day Are you going about your day or are you dwelling in what you had seen previously, like, you know, hours later?
0: I don't dwell. I know that I used to probably a few years ago before I had Lucas for sure. Now I can put my phone away and there's no thoughts in my brain about what I've just seen. And I just, I, I think of myself as like this amazing person again. It's as soon as I pick it up, I'm like, wow, you, you need to grow this muscle, blah, blah, blah.
1: You and need then, to unfollow these accounts that make you think <clears throat> poorly about yourself.
0: I just don't know how it happened. Cause like at first it was like motivating and then it was not.
1: Yeah. Start <laughs> to I've really have been taken as step back on who I'm very, being very intentional in the content I'm consuming. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I got to, the detox yeah. we'll talk all about it. I can't wait for that episode.
0: Yeah, me too. Okay, well let's clean or let's um end this clean. episode clean.
1: clean. Let's clean. Well, happy Friday, guys. Have a good weekend and don't forget to tell them what, what they need to do, Miranda. Just
0: rate this, like it and share it with literally every single contact in your phone. <laughs> I or don't just care post it listening.
1: to your social media. We should do Don't something, share actually. it what i think we should do something do what i think if you've made it this far and you share your um you share this podcast whatever platform you're on <laughs> just like a screenshot of it and you share it to your instagram story and you tag us we will do gift cards to starbucks yum i love starbucks okay so I'm going to repeat that Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast, share it to your story on Instagram, tag us. If you don't tag us, we aren't, we are not going to know. And, um, we'll send you a gift card. All right. To start Yeah, start That sounds good. Um, okay. I like this idea. I was going to say, don't share this with our, anybody in our family. Oh yeah, please don't. So we've had recent requests, uh, of family members to get access to this podcast. That's and, a big um, old NO. This community is knit tight. We want to stay that way. Tightly uh, knit. Knit tight? Tightly knit. Want to stay that way in terms of the blood relative? So glad that you guys are part of that. So
0: if you share my blood, you're not invited.
1: No. Okay, Uh, I think that's everything. Talk to y'all soon.
0: Okay, bye. Okay.